even when it comes to hunting, I'm still, if I'm going out scouting, I'm bringing the kids. We're going to go on a hike in the woods. I will bring them to a wildlife management area and we'll go hike around in there. Could be the off season, but I can still scout. I can still pick out stand locations or hunting spots as I'm just walking around, marking them on my phone. So involving them um, is big. See that lone pine up on that hill over there? What are we actually doing right now? The kids are just wild out there. They're wild. But they're having a good time, you know? They're having a good time. This is Untamed, Unbroken, The Adventurer's Guide, and I'm your host, Blake Bredesen. Welcome to The Adventurer's Guide to Family Life, Aiming for Balance. Today, I'm going to cover 10 things, 10 suggestions, and 10 tips to help maintain this balance between family responsibilities and your hobbies, those things that you love to do and that you can't live without. But also there's that that yin and the yang, right? Pulling family obligations. You want to be there with your family, but you also want to be doing these other things outside. Canoe trips, backcountry trips, hunting, hiking, backcountry hunting, all of these things, right? For me, most of the season in the fall, it is bow hunting. None, no one else. My, you know, my dad hunts. Uh, he bow hunts, and that's about it. I have a couple of friends that that hunt as well, but I don't really go with them too much, other than maybe one weekend a year. So, balancing those throughout the year is something that is a. It's always on the forefront of your mind. Um, so let's start with number one, and that is open communication with your family, with your spouse, your significant other, whoever it may be. You need to discuss these things ahead of time with them. So like what weekends would you like to be hunting? It's important for them to know how much it means to you. And uh, just having that communication line open and having them understand like, yes, like we get it. We know you need to go out and bow hunt or you need to go out and canoe and get away on plug. Um, also, if you're bow hunting, you know, I'm trying to also put meat in the freezer. There's that, right? So open communication is a big one. Uh, number two, schedule planning. So planning hunting trips, planning canoe trips, planning, even if you're just gone for a few hours, Planning that a week ahead of time, even just a few days is sometimes enough for them to be like, okay, cool. You go ahead. Um, you know, I'll be with the kids. So I have a two-year-old and a five-year-old. So that's where this communication, um, that's the biggest reason it needs to happen. It needs to happen regardless if you have kids or not. But when you have kids... It's it's a little bit of a of a dick move to just leave your wife and your kids to what to just 
to be the parent by themselves all the time without communicating it first. So schedule those things. For example, this is what we do. When I go bow hunting, it'll be like, I'll look ahead on the calendar on some weekends. I'm not going out that much these days because I would rather be with my family. Bow hunting for me is number one. And then it's canoeing is number two. When I can combine those, that's awesome. But that uh, still to this day hasn't happened. I've done a duck hunting, fishing, boundary waters trip, but let's move on. Planning those out a week, two weeks. We'll look ahead a month and be like, hey, this weekend I w- I'm going to be bow hunting this weekend. I'm going to go this morning and I'm going to go this evening. Saturday morning, Sunday evening or something like that. Or maybe I go Saturday evening, Sunday morning. And I'm gone for four hours at a time, and that's what works for us. And then as a trade, my wife gets to go do something. You know, she she can go do whatever she wants whenever she wants. I get four months to bow hunt. So sometimes it'll be like Friday. After she's done with work, she'll go do something for a few hours and I got the kids and I'm home with them. And then the next day I go bonking, she's with the kids. Um, just so we're splitting it up a little bit. So she gets to do things that she wants to do. I get to do the things that I want to do. Uh, even though it doesn't happen as much as it used to prior to kids, but that's the reality. You know, it's like you, you have to understand what you're signing up for when you have kids. And if you didn't um, plan on having kids, then you realize, then you need to, to check yourself and realize real quick that they should take the priority. They really should. Number three, quality time with your family. So just ensuring that you're spending time with your family. And when you're with your family, you're with your family. That's your focus. Your mind isn't wandering off. When you're bow hunting or you're out on a canoe trip, you're not thinking about your family as much. You think about whatever you want. But the idea is when you have that open communication and you're scheduling things, you don't have to worry about just ditching your family and having that in the back of your head. When you're with your family, you're 100% focused on them because you've already planned out your hunting. So you don't even need to think about that. You planned out your canoe trip. You planned out your hike, going for a, a weekend hike up the superior hiking trail. Like, you know, you've already planned those things so that they're not just lingering in your head when you're with your family and vice versa. So number four, involving the family. So for bow hunting, that's a little bit harder. Um, but for camping, I've adjusted like my, our camping trips, our family camping trips now with the exception of maybe one or two weekends where I will go with, uh, my dad or friends, or I'll go by myself. So involving them in different aspects. So even when it comes to hunting, I'm still, if I'm going out scouting, 
I'm bringing the kids. We're going to go on a hike in the woods. I will bring them to a wildlife management area and we'll go hike around in there. Uh, could be the off season, but I can still scout. I can still pick out stand locations or hunting spots as I'm just walking around, marking them on my phone. So involving them um, is big. You know, teaching them about wildlife, teaching them about the deer, teaching them about the process of harvesting your own deer, killing a deer, butchering it, freezing it, and then eating it. My kids love venison. Briar loves venison. Decker, I don't know if he's really even given it a try yet. He's two. I don't know if he's really tried it yet, but Briar likes it. She likes it quite a bit. And so involving them, educating them on the process, like we all like venison. So whenever I go bow hunting, it's like potentially getting a deer to put in the freezer. Because we prefer that. I pre personally prefer that over beef all day. Uh, a lot of people don't believe in that, but don't uh, agree with that. Or they are like, oh, it tastes too gamey. And it's, well, you're probably not, you're really probably not processing your food correctly. If it's tasting too gamey. Plus, I love that gamey taste. Now, there's a difference between like, starting to spoil and you mistakenly call that gamey versus that's just how deer taste. Number five, setting priorities. So you must, for me, it's priority is family. That's number one. That's why I don't hunt as much. I don't go on canoe trips every year. Uh, not since the kids have been born. I've gone on I've been on one five-day canoe trip since Briar was born. She's now five. Um, doing one this year, but, you know, if something comes up family-wise, they take precedent. So um, setting those priorities and being flexible, willing to adjust your weekends as far, you know, if you are planning a a backcountry trip somewhere or a camping trip somewhere and it's not with your family, have a couple weekends in mind and be flexible to that you can switch those if something comes up family-wise. The kids get sick. Are you really just going to to leave your spouse with the kids while you go take off? I don't know. That's That's on you. Number six, efficient time um, management. Efficient use of your time. You need to maximize your time efficiency. When I'm bow hunting, you know, I'm not packing up all my gear the day I'm going bow hunting. I do it a few days ahead of time at night after the kids go to bed. So that way, when I have my five-hour window to go hunt, I'm spending as much of that as I can actually hunting. So efficient use of the time. Think about that. That means practicing, preparing, you know, planning um, in times where it's not interfering with, with family time, really. 
So I do it after the kids go to bed. You know, I'll do it when I'm taking a shit. I do a lot of scouting on Onyx or other maps. Now, efficiency, not super efficient. It's not good to sit on the toilet for that long. Um, But it works from time to time. I know I'm not the only one. I know women will laugh at that because they're like, I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. Number seven, self-awareness. Regularly assessing how well you're actually balancing the two. Getting feedback from your family is a big one. And keeping those, this goes in line with that self-awareness and open line of communication. You know, it's easy to lose track of time when you're doing something you enjoy. Um, But if you have that communication line open, you can talk about it and you can think about it, self-aware, know when maybe you've been gone too many weekends in a row or you've had enough. Like, Like this past December, I would have loved to get out bow hunting maybe two or three more times. But with the holidays, priorities. I wasn't going to hunt on Christmas weekend. Christmas was on a Monday. It was just the four of us over that weekend this year, which was amazing. But the priorities were the family. And so I didn't go hunting. And that's just how it goes. And so the weekend before that was my last weekend of hunting this year. But that's how it goes. Number eight, support system. Just finding friends or people that are in, that are doing the same things as you. Whatever that hobby is, a a bow, um, another hunter that you can go hunting with or that you can talk to that is, you know, just people going through the same thing, basically. Having a little bit of a support system. Having your family as the support system. That can be super valuable for you. Um, So, number nine. Talked about this just a little bit. um, Combining activities. So, it kind of ties into number four, which is involving family. But number nine is combining activities. So, if you can combine your hobbies with family activities, i.e. a camping trip, which is what we've turned into as a camping family, We have an old school RV and we go on camping trips, three day weekends a week. Um, And that's like my favorite thing to do right now. I said number one's bow hunting, number two's canoe trips. But before that, right now, the real number one is camping trips with the family and introducing the kids to the outdoors continually, um, exposing them to different ways to experience the outdoors. And right now, camping, doing family camping trips is a really good way to do it. So there's that. Bow hunting, as they get older, I'll introduce them into other things. In, I'll introduce them into archery and shooting a bow. I'll introduce them into, you know, shooting a little 410 or shooting a little BB gun or shooting a 22 and get them into that. 
so they know and then later in life they can choose what they want to do but they were introduced to it at a young age uh and so eventually yeah if they want to go bow hunting with me they will have that choice number 10 last one setting boundaries you need to set boundaries for your hobby time you need to set boundaries for your family time well maybe this is limiting the number of hours like that's what i usually do if we're just around home i'm not gone for more than six hours which is a long time but i'm not doing so far i haven't been doing like an all-day sit which is really what would be ideal certain times of the year bow hunting would be to be out in the woods hunting the entire day you know from dark till dark you're out there but i just don't do that because i prioritize my family um over that over sitting all day so i'll go out you know even though morning sits aren't my favorite that's what i actually probably do most of the time because it's the most time efficient where it's like i do i get to go hunting but i also get to spend a large chunk of the day most of the day with the family and so that's when i'm at home sometimes we'll go up we'll go up north and we go as a family and it'll be my parents and my dad and i will go bow hunting for a longer period of time but i also know that the kids are hanging out with grandma or cousins if they're up there and that type of thing so it's not just it's not just danny and the kids so but setting those boundaries um you also have to sometimes make it a priority to go do the things you love and communicating about that planning weekends or planning some time or blocks of time to do that is important because you need like for me i need the outdoors it's just a part of me since i was really little and so planning i have to to plan that time um so keep those communication lines open plan some time and balance those adventures with your family stay wild thank you for sticking around if you've enjoyed the show don't forget to subscribe leave us a rating and review even one word it helps a ton Sincerely appreciate you guys. Thank you all, and we'll see you on the next one. Stay wild. You've been listening to Untamed, Unbroken, a Lone Pine Adventures original podcast.